Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today is day two with our special guest, President of Global Strategic Alliance, Kevin Jessup. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you, Ricky Baker, and welcome yeah. to our program today. We're going to be talking about what's happening in the world. That's right. And uh, we have uh, that's a lot. <laughs> Reverend Kevin Jessup is the co-chair of The Return and is an advisor to national and global leaders within the business, political, and faith communities. Mm -hmm. So we're glad to have you back. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate Lord. all Great that you do you. for us and Great. for all the other ministries. And uh, we've been talking a lot about what's going on in the world. You're involved with Christians, Christians in government. And you've been involved with government for how long? Well, I think uh, it was probably seven or eight years ago when Frank Gaffney pulled me into the Center for Security Policy and we began to pray with Congress people. Uh, of course, we had a deep relationship with people like Louis Gohmert and Michelle Bachman, and yeah. they became dear friends. And so many others, uh, James Lankford, and, and I could just name the names, but there's a lot of godly people in D.C., and we became prayer warriors, prayer partners, and we used to meet at Dick Simmons' house where we had the congressional prayer room, mm -hmm. and I remember going into Tony Perkins' office several times, meeting with Louis and General Boykin and, and praying, and praying in the Spirit, and I remember the day that Louis Gomert got on his face and began weeping in that uh, little office there at Tony's place, mm -hmm. and and we became fast friends with with Louis. What a what a great man of God. We need more people like that in yes. Congress. Yeah, man, he is. I believe God has key people in key places. Mm, I, I really believe, and the only answer to America is God. Yeah. It's Amen. turning to God, getting godly people in ruling in our offices and in, in, in our, our presidency. Right now, uh, you, you know. Uh, President, former President Donald Trump, who is going through unbelievable, just overwhelming to me. And uh, you're talking about the indictments. And you know Donald Trump. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I have uh, stood for him, endorsed him the last time he ran for president, and just believed in him. Yes. And I believe what he did was right for America. And I believe America is in deep, deep trouble today. And uh, uh, they've, uh, I, I think they have about 78 state and federal charges now against Trump. Mm -hmm. And they keep indicting him and going through indictments and all. And... I just uh, turned on television a few hours ago, and I saw Mark Levin breaking down these charges, uh, you know, against Trump. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think there's a, just a couple people in the world that are really the people of righteousness, people who believe in rightness, believe mm -hmm. in God, and believe in... Uh, the, the, that 
rule of kindness and justice and justice for all. Yeah. And let me just roll this piece with Mark Levin, what he was saying about this last indictment. All right, well, give me a few minutes because now you're going to hear me unravel some of this crap. <laughs> let me read something to you. 18 United States Code, Section 2384. That's the seditious conspiracy statute. Why isn't that in this prosecutorial document? I remember on this network and other networks, they said it was a slam dunk. Seditious conspiracy was in all the media. If two or more persons in any state or territory or in any place subject to the jurisdiction of the United States conspire to overthrow, put down, or to destroy by force the government of the United States, or to levy war against them, or to oppose by force the authority thereof, or by force to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States, or by force to seize, take, or possess any property of the United States, contrary to the authority thereof, they shall each be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 20 years or both. Mr. Prosecutor, I notice this isn't in your, your bill of particulars. Why is that? And why is it that the media is not saying he wasn't charged with a slam dunk charge? Why? Because he didn't commit that act. Let's go to the next one. Remember this one? 18 U.S. Code, Section 2383. Rebellion or insurrection? Isn't January 6th Insurrection Day? Well, whoever incites, sets on foot, assists, or engage in any rebellion or insurrection against the authority of the United States or the laws thereof, or gives aid or comfort thereto, shall be fined under this title, or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both, and shall be incapable of holding any office under the United States. He's not charged with insurrection. How dare this prosecutor use these statutes against a former president of the United States? Then we have count one, 18 U.S.C. 371, cheating the government, interfering with legitimate government authority, this was aimed at financial fraud, federal contractors, others who were ripping off the federal government. This indictment, Mr. Barr, is crap. I'm not done. I want to say something to Mike Pence, who's turned out to be quite the weasel. He didn't want to testify in front of this grand jury. He didn't want to give his notes to this grand jury. Now we know why. He's scribbling them down in the meeting. Well, he had to give them up. Then he gives them up, and now he comes out. He's like, uh, all of a sudden, he's a drama queen. I said no, no, because his notes are in there. He's flipped completely. And I stopped a constitutional crisis. You did? Well, regardless of your opinion of what he did, you want to read about presidential elections that had constitutional consequences? Read about the election of 1800, which was incredibly controversial. Read about the election involving uh, uh, Adams and uh, Jackson. Incredibly controversial, almost cost the Civil War. Read around about the election in 1860 where Abraham Lincoln got 39% of the vote and how controversial that was. The electoral process is now not purely political. In our Constitution, it's purely political. You know who ultimately decides elections? Congress. The electors go to Congress. Congress mm -hmm. decides who's in, who's out. If there's two slates, Congress decides. Congress gets to gather all the evidence at once. It's done it for 247 years, yeah. up to this indictment. Now all of a sudden, a department that didn't exist when the Constitution was written, U.S. attorneys who didn't exist, special counsel who didn't exist, right. even judges that didn't exist, they are now going to look back with 2020 hindsight 
decide if what a president says is appropriate, if they think it's false. This man has been um, reversed by three separate juries. He was reversed by an 8-0 Supreme Court. As I explained on Sunday, he takes these statutes that don't even apply. He takes statutes and he rewrites them. He knows that he's in Washington, D.C. He's got a grand jury in Washington, D.C. Right. He's got the worst radical left-wing Obama judge in America. Somehow gets the case. She's in charge of the case. He could indict Trump for drinking too much orange juice. And everybody would say, great, he's not above the law. Let me tell you something else. This case in Florida, this documents case, where you also have former federal prosecutors and others telling me, that's a serious mm. case. That is an unserious case. And there are motions to be filed here. He brought that case in Washington, D.C., in the wrong venue purposely. He wanted to indict Trump in Washington with Democrat grand jurors. And then he says, oh, by the way, we're moving the case to Florida. Under federal Department of Justice guidelines for prosecutors, you are not allowed to do that. That's motion number one. The president of the United States had his attorney crime privilege stolen from him by another Obama judge who worked for Pat Leahy for 10 years. That's motion number two. Motion number three, one of the top prosecutors in this office is accused of extorting defense counsel for a co-defendant of President Trump by waving a federal judgeship in front of him if he could get his client to turn state's evidence. That's motion number three. And then we have a general warrant. There are more motions that Trump's lawyers can file. I assume they will file. So when you have people come on these airwaves and other, oh, that's a slam dunk, uh, you know, documents. And then step back, America. You charged a president with 37 counts involving documents in the middle of an election where he's the likely Republican nominee. And in there, you never mention the Presidential Records Act. It's called the Presidential Records Act, not the Hillary Clinton Records Act, for a reason. That is the controlling law, and the prosecutor doesn't even use it. This guy is sleazy. He's destroying our republic. He's destroyed our electoral system. I'm telling you three right now, nobody knows what the rules of the game are now when it comes to an election. And Mike Pence, you're a disgrace for what you're doing right now. Of course you objected to what you were told, and you did what you thought was right. That's the way the system is supposed to work. It worked. The system worked. And now we have the Biden administration sitting back and saying, well, who can we indict? And they looked, and they looked hard, and they had the January 6th committee. And you had people in the January 6th committee right. who should be apologizing to America. They said a sedition. They said insurrection. There's no sedition. There's no insurrection. How could there be? The president of the United States said, hey, uh, Nancy, you want 10,000 armed National Guardsmen to protect Capitol Hill? No, we don't. It would be a bad look. We don't want to do that. How can you run an insurrection when you're offering 10,000 armed army troops to encircle the Capitol and protect it? Oh, and of course, they leave out that phrase, peacefully protest. They didn't find, and I told you guys this months ago, not a syllable of evidence that Donald Trump was involved in overthrowing the government in an insurrection or anything else. As a matter of right. fact, he left office when he was supposed to leave office. That's what he did. Mm. Wow. I want to ask my guest, what do you think of what you just heard? And uh, do you think Donald Trump could possibly win the presidency with all this coming against him? 
Well, I believe if we have a free and fair election and this administration doesn't stop something through a chaotic uh, um, stop for an election with a militant action of some kind, uh, martial law for some kind of chaotic situation, I, I think that Donald Trump, who received, I think, what was it, 81 million votes the last election, will probably receive 181 million votes in this election. <laughs> but, but I believe that, could it be that President Biden, who just hosted Isaac Herzog in the office from the state of Israel, is messing with the judicial reforms in Israel. Mm. Could it be that the God Almighty in heaven, the God of Israel, will now mess with Biden's administration? I think the answer to that if, is if coming one soon. One thing I know, <laughs> what, what is our guest that we have on the show that William Koenig, Koenig, Koenig. Koenig talks about? Eye to eye. Every time uh, we divide Israel. Israel, and the book is amazing. It's one yeah. of the most amazing yeah. books. And the book it's grows. Product. It's a book that's it's a living book because it just keeps growing. And every time America does something against Israel, uh, something happens to America. Yeah. And yeah. so I never thought of, you know, you know, Trump really has stood with Israel. Mm -hmm. he, he moved the embassy, the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. to Jerusalem. And he has really stood with Israel. And I believe we must see God intervene to save America. Otherwise, America mm -hmm. is going to explode. It's going down the tubes. One thing I can say about Trump, and I agree with you, there's not a military answer, there's not a social answer, there's not an economic answer, there's not an education answer, there's a return to God answer. And it's not even about making America great again, but it's about making America God again. I've known almost all the presidents up until recently, mm -hmm. and they put me in jail. But I knew presidents. I was in the White House with them, and, and I know the presidents who who would uh, court you, court the preachers, while the election was going on. And then after the election, he, he wouldn't even, they wouldn't even talk to you. Mm -hmm. Now, Ronald Reagan, I stood with him, endorsed him, and uh, went to his house, been to his home, been to the White House with him. And he never turned his back on preachers. I don't know if you've been to the White House with him, but he would, would he'd ask you to pray. He, he'd let everybody pray for people, yeah. lay hands on people, you know. And Donald Trump was the same way. Yeah, I've spoken on Mar-a-Lago. I've spoken in the White House in the West Wing. So uh, this is a man who is a family man. When you look at the integrity of his family and his children, it's incredible. Yeah. When you look at a man who stands for life, right. not, not abortion, but he stands adamantly for life. Yes. He stands for religious liberty. Yes. He stands for faith. Yes. He stands for family. And he right. stands for freedom. And that's why Americans love Donald Trump. Now, is he the answer for America? God. Only God is the answer. But God that's raises right. up kings and puts them down. Yeah. And so God raised up Donald Trump at a specific time 
And I believe he allowed him to come into office so we could actually see, and I believe Donald Trump didn't know this until he got into office, how deep, how dark, how wide, how bad the deep state yes. swamp right. was. Yes. Yes. But now we all know, and we're watching the minute he got out of office, all of the transitions that have changed through this current administration, anti-God, anti-Christ, they don't want life, they don't want family, they don't want freedom. They're doing the antithesis of everything that this great American nation was founded upon, the very word and principles of God. They've gone against it. They're, they're, right. they're even, this government is turned against children. They're trying to make sure, you know, I, I'm, I just heard like the state of California is going to be a place where children can Little children can go and have sex change operations without their parents even being notified. It's sick. It's, it is a sick, sick time that we're living in. And I'm afraid judgment of God's going to come upon America if we don't turn back to God soon. Yeah, I, I believe that we're in judgment now. I believe that our young people, we have a whole generation that doesn't know not only who they are, but they don't know what they are. Yeah. And this is the saddest thing. And uh, I got to... I, I got to just give a shout out to Mama Lori Graham, as, as you children knew her. Because this week, if I can just take one second and say this week, we had an opportunity to hear the family story that's been 26 years in the making. And I have to tell you, it's such an honor. Bud Robertson is gone. Marcus Lamb is gone. Um, Jan and Paul Crouch are gone. Tim Keller has gone. Andy Stanley has gone. Reinhard Bonnke has gone. They're all gone. But we have the opportunity and honor today to sit here on a platform with the one man who pioneered Christian television. And your wife, Lori Graham, is a woman of God that went into the inner city where we're talking about these young people today. And she actually became a mother before she became a mother. <laughs> and then when you two adopted this family with these young people here, this is the real story of what we call from survival to revival. The, the story is so amazing. If America ever sees the side of the story that we saw this week, I have to tell you, I have this whole new love and honor for you at the age of 60-something, adopting this family and raising them and loving them like a father when you didn't have to. And, and Mama Lori here, what, I mean, she's like a Deborah. She's a warrior. Yes. <laughs> and God used you, and it took 26 years, but now you've <laughs> raised up a generation that's able to gather a whole new generation in a new space we call Wi-Fi yeah. Yeah. and lead them and consecrate them and set them apart for the purposes of God. Yeah. And I'm so excited, Amen. not only that we have the opportunity to sit here and say, we honor you because these children stand on the shoulders of you two righteous parents, which is the nuclear family's been annihilated out there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But you love them and poured into them and gave your life to them when you had nothing really to give. And yet God has honored that. And here we sit here today in this place called Morningside. And God isn't done with Morningside. He's not done with America. Amen. Wow. We're going to move from survival to revival. Yeah. God's coming here. Amen. It, it is so crazy because when I got out of prison, 
I was homeless and penniless, and my family was gone. I was I was alone, and I ended up at the Dream Center in Los Angeles. You know, there's a place where street people go. Oh, only God could write this story. You know, yeah, one of the God. one. I know you're going to ask me today, what's God's plan for the the end time church? Can I just answer it now? Yes. God's plan for the end time church is us. It's you and me. That's right. His ridiculous plan for the end time church <laughs> is to take a warrior bride like oh, Lori man. Graham Baker into the inner cities of Phoenix yeah. and adopt a family and then raise them up by the principles of God's word. And then this is God's ridiculous plan. He chooses nobody to represent him. He went in, Gideon was hiding in the wine press, right. and the angel of the Lord came in as a messenger and said, listen, Gideon, you're a valiant warrior. And I believe Gideon looked around and said, what, what, are, what, are, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> and, and from God's perspective, he spoke into Gideon's okay. life, you're a valiant warrior. Yes. Mondo's not a street thug. He was chosen by God. God yeah. He was anointed by God. He was prepared by God, preserved by God. And he's about to be promoted by God to lead a whole new generation into Amen. taking the land in America. Amen. I believe that these young people were chosen, called, anointed, and yes. preserved by God. Yes. And he chose you and Lori as a family to raise them. And what you've poured into them, and as I sit and talk to them, and I hear the Holy Spirit coming out of them, I hear the Word of God coming out of them, I hear them speaking life into this next generation. Mm -hmm. Listen, we have white-haired men with wisdom yeah. that need to pour what you've poured into these children. Yeah. And it's like Rehoboam and Jeroboam. They lost the kingdom for 150 years because that young king wouldn't listen to the white-haired men with wisdom. But when they listened, and they did, and you poured into them, yeah. I'm going to tell you the things that are coming out of Morningside is going to be revival. This yeah. is going to be an open yeah. portal to heaven. Yes, yeah. And God's bringing revival that. here. Yeah. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. Hi, my name is Robert Scott Bell. I'm host of the Robert Scott Bell Show for, uh, well, 24 years, natural medicine, natural healing. And I want to tell you why I take Cardio Miracle every day and my family and my mom at 89 does so as well. The sustained production of nitric oxide is so critical for blood flow, for oxygenation, for all cardiovascular benefit. And there is not one area of the body, not one organ or organ system that doesn't depend on blood flow, oxygenation, nutrient delivery. So when you can relax the smooth walls of the arteries, the veins, the entire vasculature, you have an ease with which you can oxygenate and nutrify and also detoxify the body. So every function facilitated by sustained nitric oxide production, the miracle molecule identified in the 1990s, Nobel Prize for its discovery. Cardio Miracle is unique because of it's a, a, a botanical ingredients, whole food, organic, real food. It is a food to facilitate sustained production. There are many companies that are putting out things that will spike your nitric oxide production with beets or an amino acid. But sustained production is so critical, important, and acknowledging the corresponding rise of peroxynitrite, which in a whole food nutrient basis, we can counteract so we neutralize that. You have the benefit, not the detriment. Now, when I utilize this, oxygenation goes up, ease of blood flow. When I'm in the kickboxing gym at 57, I'm out pacing in the challenge of the week, people in their 30s and their 20s. 
I'm wondering if I should tell them it'll be harder for me to beat them. But no, the gift of this nitric oxide, the gift of this Cardio Miracle is that valuable. Now, if you're starting from a standpoint of a lot of ailments and illnesses, this is not to treat those ailments and illnesses, but to recognize that by sustaining that nitric oxide production, facilitating the oxygenation and the nutrification of all of your cells, everything benefits. We talk side benefits, not side effects. Beautiful thing. Also, the activation of stored vitamin D. How many of you are taking vitamin D and not getting the results you think you should be getting? The doctors are mystified. Well, this formulation is now proven to facilitate the activation of the stored D so your body can get full benefit and utilization, as well as if you've discovered intermittent fasting. The reason for that is to facilitate detox processes, autophagy, recycling of the, the waste products healthily. You do that in fasting, but the Cardio Miracle formulation facilitates enhanced autophagy processes so you find that your recovery is better and faster as well. There are so many extraordinary things, whether you're an athlete, whether you're just starting back on the road to recovery, this is something I urge you to get on and tell your friends. And I thank Jim Baker and his ministries for supporting this and supporting you and your good health. And we'd love to see you and take advantage of the wonderful healing opportunities that you have by giving the gift to this body, this temple, this life that you've been given. Facilitate, strengthen, and honor it. And you will be blessed and you'll realize that God gave you the power to heal by giving the body what it needs, removing that which it doesn't. Grateful and honored to be here to share this great news with you. This is Robert Scott Bell shining off for Jim Baker Ministries and everything else that y'all do here. I'm grateful and honored. And now let's get back to the show. When, when I got out of prison, I went to the farm that the Grams had given me a farm to stay on, and I was just isolated from people. And uh, Tommy Burnett invited me to, to come to his church because my son, Jamie Charles, was going to give his testimony at, on a, what would they call that? Pastor school. Pastor Where school. They pastors there was like 10,000 preachers there. I I didn't think I'd ever be on the stage again. And, I, and they snuck me into the audience. I, I just was hiding back there. I, I was afraid to see anybody. But then in the middle of that service, he invites me up. And well, Lori Jamie was just, you, Lori was there. I, I, I didn't meet Lori for four years after that. Right. But she was there and you saw, state, yeah. I thought they would spit on me. And they gave me an applause that lasted. The, honestly, the, the, the tapes show that it was like 15 minutes long. And God wants to use the, the people who felt like they just were thrown away. Because Amen. God doesn't throw us away. Amen. And I, I, I got us off track today. But, you know, when you started asking me about Trump, I started telling <laughs> the qualities of family and uh, faith and, and life and, and freedom and I, I had to just shout out quickly to you Thank and Lori you, for Kevin, being parents fine. and that live for life, family, Amen. faith, and freedom. Yes. And it's an honor to be here with both of you today. Mm -hmm. So we just we just do something that we probably wouldn't do normally. We're just going to applaud you. Aww. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. There is talk about impeachment against the current president now as well as Trump. President Biden has led America down a very dangerous road. 
a road that the family doesn't count anymore, children aren't important anymore. And uh, let me, I want to roll this report and then I want you to talk about it. Let's roll this. Former Burisma board member and Hunter Biden business partner Devin Archer appearing before the House Oversight Committee yesterday. He told lawmakers that Hunter put his dad, then VP Joe Biden, on speakerphone while meeting with business partners at least 20 times, describing how Joe was put on the phone to sell, quote, the brand. Oversight Chair James Comber saying the president was the brand and, quote, that Archer admitted that Burisma would have gone out of business if the brand had not been attached to it. Congressman Andy Biggs sat in on that interview. Here's what he had to say. Listen. Do you think the president of the United States is compromised based on Archer's testimony? I think so. Archer talked about the big guy and, and Hunter Biden always said we need to talk to my guy. We need to see when my guy is going to be here and those types of things. Do you think today's testimony made it more likely that the president should be impeached? I think, I think we should do an impeachment inquiry. Archer also telling lawmakers Hunter and Burisma executives called D.C. In 2015, to ask for help to fire the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating the firm. Joining me now is former U.S. Attorney General Matt Whitaker. Matt, good morning to you. And, and you know, the Wall Street Journal also points out really quick here uh, that all of this, what we heard yesterday, what they heard, we don't have the transcript, what they heard, runs against President Biden's claims he never discussed any of his business dealings, his son's business dealings with him. That they know, oh, church and state, that was completely separate. Then why would he be on the phone 20 times? For political expediency during the campaign, Joe Biden said, I never talked to my son about business. Uh, and that has continued to erode to now it's to the point where he had dinner at Cafe Milano in Washington, D.C. with the widow of the former mayor of Moscow, a billionaire who ultimately, and this is Joe Biden and Hunter Biden had dinner with her, and she ultimately paid three and a half million dollars to Hunter Biden. And where did that money go? We don't know. But ultimately, when Russian sanctions came out, guess who was not on that list? This person. And so these are the kinds of transactions that I think Congress is looking into that they, for some reason the mainstream media just has no curiosity uh, to actually explore uh, what was going on at the time, not only with Joe Biden as vice president, but also you know, ultimately in the post-presidency years. Uh, it, it appears to me that money was exchanged and Hunter Biden was involved in one of the biggest, uh, you know, corruption scandals uh, in American history. This is extraordinary that, you know, this quid pro quo, this idea that somehow American aid to Ukraine could be tied to Hunter Biden's business dealings uh, is just something like we've never seen before. They just need to come clean. Joe Biden needs to explain to the American people why he wasn't truthful in the 2020 election cycle, why he has not been truthful going forward. And I think the White House has a real mess on their hands right now that well, ultimately uh, could politically jeopardize it. Kevin, I'm going to ask you a really tough question. Do you believe President Biden could be impeached? I believe that he could be but I also believe that he should be. I think the overwhelming evidence that America's been presented with, from the laptop to the photos to the stories to the bank records to the relational equity that he's had, which is just reported on these uh, interviews that we've seen here on television today, mm -hmm. um, I don't know how you cannot get a conviction. But the problem is, it's, it's not just 
this by the administration. That's it's right. who's controlling them. That's because right. he's simply a puppet. And so we have a deep state that is behind the scenes. The CCP, as we've already stated earlier, has infiltrated every branch of government, banking, education, and social and civil society. They are here. They are amongst us. They're controlling media, big pharma, the banking system, mm -hmm. and so forth. Yeah. We could talk for ages about how they're controlling us in all of these different areas. Right. But they are simply at the head. On, on, they're, they're the, they're the uh, officials that, that are in this administration that are working against the America, the American family, the American people, our faith, and our freedom. And it's treasonous. He should be impeached, but it goes a lot deeper than just the Biden administration. Right. It's a deep, dark swamp. Mm. It needs to be cleaned out. Yeah. And I believe that without a death, there can be no resurrection. America's like a Lazarus. It will die, and we will rebuild again. Mm -hmm. And praise God, because the Word of God has given us a template on how to rebuild a nation, how to return to God, the book of Nehemiah talks very specifically about this. And so I believe that as America crashes, and it's crashing now, we are in captivity. We are under judgment. There's no question in my mind whatsoever about any of that. And so it will be left to those of us who will stand on the promises of God because that's all we have. And God himself, yeah. Isaiah says, I will arise for the sake of my own name. Yeah. And when he does that, I think we'll be surprised when we wake up one morning and find out that some of these people did not wake up that morning mm -hmm. and that there's been a shift and the righteous remnant bride of Christ yeah. who's been hidden away is about to rise up with the spirit of Elijah Amen. and we're going to trumpet the word of God. We're going to yeah. pray the word of God, sing the word of God, stand on it, yeah. sing it, teach it, talk about it. And the word of God as, as Amos 8.11 says, there's a famine in the land, not of bread and water, but of the very word of God. But not on our watch, Pastor Jim. Amen. We're going to lift up the That's word right. of God and we're going to speak it yes. and declare it yes. over our families, Amen. our children in this land. Amen. And God will return to us if we return to him. Yes. He said that. Yes, and so did. we're seeing a, a revealing of evil in our government that we never dreamt. We're seeing the FBI being a part of evil we're seeing we're seeing the the very fiber of law and, and all in our government being uh used to destroy people instead of heal people and i i i'm i i shouldn't say this but i'm going to say it anyway this week i've been working on my case with one of the great lawyers of all times. This week, I read a book that was written about my case from the actual legal stenographer, I guess you'd call mm -hmm. it, wrote it out. 200 hours this man put what the FBI had edited and put it back in place. And I, I won the trial. When I got out of prison, I had there was a second trial, and I, I won that trial, but nobody ever read, read about it. Mm -hmm. And in fact, the, the the man who wrote the book said, if I would have lost the trial, it would have been on the front page of all these papers. But I won, and so it 
no, it was hardly even mentioned yeah. in, a, in the papers. And so nobody knows. I have, I'm going to have to die with this, I'm sure, the way it looks because it's such a mess. But here's the thing. What's going on right now, they're, they're revealing that the FBI has done evil things. Mm. And this is what they did to me. But nobody would believe me. And I'm in a, at a time where I, I'm, I don't know if there's any hope for America. America is really decadent. Do you think there's hope that America could come out of this pit that it's in and turn back to God? You know, I remember an interview we did with Billy Graham, and that same question was asked to him. Is there hope for America? And his answer was a simple one. He said, because he lives, mm. there is hope. Yeah. So there is hope. Can I read You wrote a book. You have a book coming out, yes. right? Uh-huh. And it's called 1159. Is that the title? 1159, The Midnight Hour. The midnight hour. That's where we are. So you really, you really believe it's the end of time. So it, it may not clear all up. Jesus may come and take us out of this mess. Could, so, it, could it be that we're on the verge of uh, Daniel's 70th week? Hmm. That's a good question. It's a very good question. And um, can I read a prophetic word that was given back in 2017? Absolutely. Here it is. The nation, culture, and civilization that had been established on the word of God and dedicated to the ways of God will begin to depart from the God of its foundation. It will begin subtly. This is almost eight, nine years ago. It will begin subtly at first, but as time goes on, the departure will become more and more blatant and brazen. Mm. As the nation and civilization turns away from God, it will turn to idolatry to fill the void. It will deify the material world, world. Thus it will go increasingly materialistic and increasingly obsessed with the sensual. <laughs> Paralleling its progressive descent into idolatry will be an increasing movement toward moral relativism, the discarding of absolute truth. Mm. Out of this will come the redefining of truth, reality, and values. A new morality will be introduced that will override the values and ways of God and the biblical moral grounding that had long served as its foundation. As the apostasy continues, the culture will begin progressively driving God out of its public square, out of its government, out of its public discourse, out of the education of its children, and out of life itself. That which had once only been practiced in secret, Rites of pagan morality and acts that warred against biblical morality will now begin emerging from the culture's shadows into the open. As the metamorphosis progresses, culture will turn increasingly coarse, base, harsh, and crude. More and more of it will be marked and permeated by vulgarity, profanity, and debasement. As the departure from God continues, that which was once held sacred as in marriage will no longer be held to be so. Increasingly, marriage will be divorced from sexuality. The marital bond will weaken and erode. Weakening will further open the door to the proliferation of sexual immorality, and the proliferation will further weaken the bonds of marriage. As sexuality is divorced from marriage, 
it will be increasingly transferred from the bedroom to the realm of popular culture, and thus the culture will become increasingly sexualized. Carnal and erotic images and objects of sexual desire will multiply to be put on display. The culture will become saturated with them, and a civilization founded on a spirit of consecration will increasingly give itself to a spirit of desecration. As the apostasy deepens, it enters the next stage, the divorcing of sexuality from gender. It will embrace the confusing of male and female. It will enshrine the practice of homosexuality, celebrate that which the Word of God declares a sin, and hold sexual immorality as sacred. As a civilization turns away from God and the sanctity of life is lost, it will embrace and commit the darkest of acts, the destruction of its most innocent, the killing of its children. And to close it, as the apostasy progresses, the killing of children will move from an act performed in secret and against the law to a practice endorsed from the highest echelons of society and legalized by those in power. The murder of the innocent will now be championed as an unquestionable right, a sacred right, even a sacred act, a sacrament. My prayer is, God, don't leave America today. That was a prophetic word, I believe, from Jonathan Kahn eight years ago, and we've watched it come to pass. Oh, it, wow. it has come to pass. Wow. Wow. I, I can't believe that's Jonathan Kahn. Wow. Amazing. Amazing, Amazing word. But and is there hope? As Jonathan says, there's hope. And that ridiculous hope that God has for America is those of us who are his children yes. that are filled with the Amen. Holy Spirit. Yes. We become the light in the middle of yes. the darkness. And be. as this darkness rises, Thank the light Lord. too will yes, rise, yes. and we will overcome yes. the darkness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I've read we the back to. of the book, yeah. Jim. We yeah. overcome. Yes. We Amen. overcome. Amen. Kevin, wow. with the popularity of the recent film, The Sound of Freedom, mm. human trafficking is being brought to light. But Hollywood is attacking this film. What's going on? Oh, what a great question. You know, the sex trafficking industry is over $150 billion a year. We get back to that word called greed. Wow. And America Today, that film is five years old. Yeah. And that was not a faith film. That right. was a secular film. Yeah. That's right. And so 700,000-plus young people are stolen from our schools and our cities Every year in America. Okay, that's shocking. 700,000 plus. It should be shocking. And they end up in brothels in Bangkok and Cartagena and all around the world. But but at the same time, America is the number one purchaser of all uh, of these most horrific things they're doing to little children. America. The United States of America. I know what you said, and you're right, and, and Rabbi says it all the time. We are the salt and the light of the world. We mm-hmm. are to be. We're the ones that salt what does mm-hmm. what? Preserve. And and we are the light of the world. That's mm-hmm. why I know Rabbi Jonathan. He always says, mm-hmm. we're the light of the world. You know, we're the salt Amen. of the earth. Yeah. And that is the only hope, mm-hmm. right? Well, I'll, I'll give you one great example of a family that I know that made a difference. The Baker family. You actually went into the darkest bowels of an inner city. Yeah, it was. And you rescued children. That is the antithesis of the other side of the story. What you've done as a family, there are so many young people out there waiting to be adopted. Yeah. There are so many families who can't have children. They can't. And the the spirit of adoption 
is Beautiful. given to us in the Word of God. <laughs> I mean, Beautiful. when we get adopted into the family of God, we take on His nature. Yes. We take on His blood. We're covered by the blood of Jesus. So yes. what we do today, Lori, is we plead the blood. We plead yes. the blood. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ yes. over this nation, Amen. over our families, yes. over our young people. Everything. We plead yes. the blood. And there's three witnesses in heaven, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But on earth, yes. there are three witnesses, the Holy Spirit, the water and the blood. Mm. And those two things, the water and the blood, are intergenerational. Follow me for a second. Okay. When we take a drink of water, mm -hmm. I could be the 10th million person to drink that water. Mm -hmm. It's been recycled. Mm. <laughs> the blood that's in your body, in your body, Jim, you're not the first to carry it. It came to you from your parents and from the grandparents. It's intergenerational. Wow. But when we through the spirit of adoption, get born again into the family of God, mm -hmm. and we begin to eat the word of God. The word of God is a four-course meal. It says it's milk, bread, meat, and honey. Yes. When we eat that, it takes root and digest in us, and it mm -hmm. brings forth the fruit of the spirit. And Jesus says, I want to come and have dinner with you. <laughs> he gives us the word. We give him the fruit, and he yes. picks the fruit, and he says, I'm going to eat some of that meatness. <laughs> and, you know, so... This is, this is an amazing thing when we can see. The, the, the Bible says the washing of the water of the word. It talks about the word of God being alive, being alive, alive and, and, and sharper than any sword. It but it's also a fuller soap. It washes. When you do laundry and you have a stain in the whites, you put bleach in there. Mm -hmm. The word of God washes us. That's intimacy with Jesus. Yes. And I had a friend of mine say, Kevin, I do the, I'm like Paul. I do the things I don't want to do, and the things I don't want to do, I do. How do I get over that? Mm -hmm. And I said, it's the cleansing of the power of the blood. He said, how do I get to the cleansing? Mm -hmm. Because the cleansing is the Father, the washing of the water of the Word is Jesus. Mm -hmm. You can only come to God through Jesus. That's right. And so the cleansing is when we've washed in the water of the Word. We've had intimacy with Jesus. Yes. And then the blood cleanses us mm -hmm. from all iniquity. Thank you, Lord. I, I, Thank I could you, do Jesus. a whole week with you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I got so many more questions. But <laughs> I, I got one last question. How do we bring together Revelation 13, because you talk about this, and the book of Daniel together to know where we are prophetic. in the prophetic timeline? Everybody wants to know where we are in the prophetic timeline. Yeah. Could you share with that us a minute? Yeah, I think, I think it's important to realize that the Word of God is one continuous word. That's right. yeah. in, other, in other words, the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Mm -hmm. And so when we're in the Old Testament, it's like a hand in a glove. It fits with the New Testament. I don't think you could read the apocalyptic writings of John in Revelation without understanding the prophetic nature of who came before that, which was Daniel in the book of Daniel. Yeah. And as we read Daniel, then we can understand the apocalyptic writings in yeah. Revelation. They go together hand in hand. And so um, without getting into a long dissertation, that's, that's one thing that we have to realize, that the old and new come together. Yes. You mentioned in your book, I believe, or somewhere I read, that you, there's... Four areas that are being watched for potential catastrophe mm. and life-changing events. 
I hate to throw that in right at no, the end that's like fine. this, but that's, uh, 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 it's, it was fascinating to me. Can you answer that? When you look at the military and how they're looking at uh, how to mitigate contingencies here in America, there are four areas that we're watching, not only with the military, but with NASA and other entities. Um, and they start with, back in, I believe it was 2019, we did a joint military exercise. It was classified at the time, and it's called Operation Shaken Fury. It's been declassified now. So if you Google Operation Shaken Fury, you'll see the first of these four areas, which is called the New Madrid Fault Line mm -hmm. wow. between Memphis and St. Louis. And the joint military exercise showed that if an earthquake hit there, and by the way, on April 8th, 2024, we have another uh, eclipse happening. Right that matches the eclipse back in 2017, whereby there's an X across America. Wow. And the crossing point of that X is the new Madrid fault line. Oh, so we've been that, looking at that Mo Madrid fault new line Madrid. Mm -hmm. for a decade. Oh yeah. When that fault line breaks, <laughs> everything, the report from Operation Shaken Fury shows that in 10 minutes, in 10 minutes or less, Everything from Memphis to St. Louis will be gone. Infrastructure, wow. gas lines, water lines, oh. buildings. Wow. Nine million dead, three million refugees. Hmm. Here. Immediately. Or yeah. three million dead, nine million refugees. Immediately. So they're looking at, at, at the area up in Bristol Speedway, that big NASCAR track that could house 300,000 people mm. really? to be a place uh, that they could take people. The second area that we're looking mm -hmm. at is the tectonic plate shift off the coast of Seattle. Mm -hmm. And when those plates shift, and that could be caused by an underground seismic activity, it could be done by a, a weapon of mass destruction that's fired into that plate from a, a ghost submarine. It could be a number of things. But when that plate shifts, everything west of I-5 from Vancouver to Sacramento mm -hmm. is basically washed off, especially the city of Seattle. Those people will not know what hit them. They won't have time to evacuate. Right. That will all be washed out to sea like a toilet bowl. No, I've never heard that. Wow. Have you yeah. heard that before, well, Mike? Cascadia. Well, I, well when We're we talked about it with one of our guests, Steve mm -hmm. Quayle, mm -hmm. and we paid attention to the Cascadia and the Western Zone. Yeah. yeah. That's shocking. So it would it would devastate that part of the country. Mm -hmm. The third area is the San Andreas fault line, where we're monitoring the frequency uh, of those earthquakes and the intensity of them. Yeah. And they're happening more and more. And finally, the they fourth are. and final area that we're looking at is the Yellowstone supervolcano. Yeah. And if that Yellowstone volcano blows, it will lead yeah. the nation into a nuclear winter right. with no sunshine. And the breadbasket of America will yeah. be covered with ash. Yeah. And the crop yields will stop. Famines will set in. And it could be cataclysmic. Now, if any of those four areas, or they all go together at the same time, it's over. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. America would cease wow. to exist. Right. Four right. areas that will bring havoc to the world. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Mm. Well, we'll go into this another day, but it, that is unbelievable. <laughs> but, it, mm. but it's exactly, Jim, what you've been preaching to ever since Mondo and I met you. We've been, we, we, you know, I'm wondering, I'm, I'm listening to you, Kevin, and I'm wondering, do people really believe this? Even, I know scientists are out there. They believe, believe it. But 
But do you believe it? Do you believe that these things are going to come about? Because they are going to come about. You have to just go to the Bible and read Matthew 24. Pretty much everything you just said is in Matthew 24. The whole book is based on Matthew 24. We choose 56 items that are in Matthew 24. We cross-reference it with Scripture. The whole book is about biblical explanation of the end times and what we're going to be Excellent. facing. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. And what we're going to be facing. We have to be strong. And not only in ever. America, if, if I can oh, just yeah. say this quickly about Israel. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. What we're seeing on the border, oh, on the Lebanese border, yeah. with the proxy of, of Iran's Hezbollah there. Right. Uh, they have 15 battalions, 150,000 missiles on the border, and they're pricking Israel every day. Mm. On Sunday evening when we flew here, mm -hmm. Netanyahu was meeting with his defense board mm -hmm. in preparations for how to take out Hezbollah before they come into Israel. Wow. And I've been getting updates from the military in Israel about the preparations of Hezbollah and Hamas on the Gaza border for what they plan to do to Israel with the incoming rockets to overcome. They could send in 70 to 80,000 missiles to overcome the Iron Dome system before they invade with ground troops and literally cause havoc. So these things are real. We're watching Israel being surrounded by its neighbors, yeah. and uh, and they're being emboldened because of this the the protest of these judicial reforms. But what Netanyahu is doing with these judicial reforms are actually going to save Israel. Wow! Because they need these judicial reforms to balance government. That they don't have a constitution right. in Israel, and they need a constitution, but. To keep Israel a Jewish state mm -hmm. and to keep the balance of power out of the hands of a, of a uh, Supreme Court there that is making decisions above and beyond the balance that should be there like we have here. Mm -hmm. uh, Netanyahu needs a lot of prayer. Yeah. He, yeah. And, and he, was, he, had, he had an emergency heart operation last Sunday before he went in for the final vote. Mm -hmm. But what the left-wing media in Israel is just the same as here. Mm -hmm. The narrative is being controlled by the left wing, right. just as America is, but there are more people for these reforms than there are against them. Right. And that's the story that's not being told. But wow. he's doing the right thing by those that elected him. And so we need to pray for Netanyahu yeah. because yeah. both Israel yeah. and America are being attacked at the highest levels. And so we need to pray for Israel and the yes. peace of Jerusalem. Israel yeah, is absolutely. the time clock of God. Yes. It's in the center of what God's doing. Mm. I want you to go to our website yes. at jimbakershow.com and order our food. You can have food that lasts 30 years shelf life. I, I, I don't know of anything like it. Right, right. You can have, you can order generator mm -hmm. yes. and even have a, a the EMP, EMP bag, bag right. that the generator yes. can be stored in so that the EMP bomb can't wipe it out. Right, yes. And you can have power in your, in the, when the world's gone dark. Yes. yes. You can have lights. You can have music. Mm -hmm. You can do all kinds of things. You, you can run a small refrigerator yeah. or even a big refrigerator if you get one of the bigger generators. And you can finance it now. They'll give you financing and it will be mailed directly to you. We guarantee you to get it. So you, you just 
Go to our website, and, and there's so many products, Marcella. Yeah. Well, that's what's so exciting is we've spent so many months partnering with believers who believe in this ministry, who believe in helping our partners to be prepared. So as you said, Dad, we do. We encourage you to go to our website, jimbakershow.com. Click on the affiliate links. There's fuelless generators. There's Faraday bags to help you. And, and amazing, they've given us access to all their catalog of entire products. Hundreds of products have just been launched on our website at jimbakershow.com to help you. One of the brand new products that you have to check out is Cardio Miracle. If you've missed that show, go back on our PTL app and watch that. But this right now is helping people. We're helping you with health and wellness, preparedness, emergency food, fuelless generators, anything that we can do to help you help your family i believe we're in the last days if you don't believe me read the last book of the bible it's called the book of revelation and the revelation is a pretty amazing book and it's going to shake you just to read it i'm sure but he said i don't want the day to come upon you unaware so god has left us a complete diagram of what's going to happen in the end times. And we are in the end times, as this program today has told you about. We have to go. Hope you'll be back with our next program. Help us to stay on the air. Become a monthly partner if you can. Even a dollar a day will keep the devil away. (laughs) And and that dollar a day is $30 a month. And that would be an amazing thing for you to do today is that monthly giving our bills are monthly and we need help to stay on the air thank you so much god loves you he really does bye-bye for today bye-bye we love you thank you kevin thank you thank you for watching today's program will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588 That number again is 1-888-988-1588. Or you can connect with us on our website at www.jimbakershow.com. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world.